Good morning, good morning. God is starting to put a mic to my mouth even while I'm sleeping. So when I get up, know what to say or just know to speak. Good morning. It's like wake up and just push play. Yeah. That's how God moves. Just let him move how he do. Yes, God. Sometimes I got an outfit, you know, lined up. Because you don't know what God's going to have you to do. I never forget. I just put on a blazer because I wasn't going to be seen ways down. I was recording live. And I had on some gym shorts. <laughs> so no one was going to see that I had on gym shorts because I was sitting down. But the thing about it is, God knew that I was going to feel it <laughs> during the message. And I stood up. God was like, no, don't stand up. Don't don't remember the shorts. Remember the shorts. I didn't care about those gym shorts. So I said, okay, God, let me do it this way. Let me just put on a whole entire outfit. Just in case I do stand up. You know, when you feel it, you don't need, hey, I, I need to think about those gym shorts. Having a blazer with gym shorts, my God. Like when we do Zoom and all that, you know, we got everything dressed up from waist up. <laughs> Don't stand up. Don't stand up. Oh, God. Oh, God. I just woke up from a dream where God is disconnecting a lot of soul ties. And it's not just in relationships, men and women. It's also a relationship with friendships and colleagues and God is starting to put people where they belong and who they need to be with to help them along the way to become better. A lot of us made decisions and we were making them, we thought it was the best thing to do for a very long time. And deep down inside, you would know that something is not right. This is not what I want, you know, regarding, you know, friendship or people you just getting to know. You realize, okay, I thought I knew this person. I thought I was, you know, interested, but now I realize that I'm not. I'm starting to see a lot of things, encounter a lot of things. I tried to make it work. This day and age, I'm trying to tell you what the call that God has on our life we don't even care about the things we used to care about regarding trying to hide and pretend. It's like you have such a hunger. You have such a thirst to live the way that God wants you to live. And some people just feel like they're going to be set in their ways and it's not going to work if they don't want to change and you can't make them change. So God, what do you have me to do? Because I'm serious about you and this friend or this lover or whoever they are, apparently not, just don't even seem like it's yoked the way how it's supposed to be. So, Father, what do you have me to do? At one moment, I cared about what someone said. I cared about how it looked. I tried to make it work. I didn't want to admit that it wasn't going to work. So, Father, I'm at a point in my life right now, I don't even care what people say or what they think or how they're going to perceive, long as I get free from this thing. Hallelujah. 
It doesn't even matter. I'm making a valid decision. I want you, God. I want your ways. And when you make that decision to say, God, I need you, God. I want you, God. I, I need you to take care of this. I need you to help me regarding this. I can't do it no more. God wants us to get out of ourselves and stop caring about what it looks like for people to see our faults, our flaws, our mistakes. It doesn't matter. Nobody on this planet can say they never made one. No one on this planet can say that they made an invalid decision. No one. No, not one. Nobody. It's like being so honest with yourself, being so true to yourself, and it feels so good indeed. It feels so good indeed. God don't want us to feel like we have to hide what we want to be free from. And God will set things in your path. When you make a decision, God, I need you and you only. I made a mistake. And then your father come to your rescue. And then miracle signs and wonders be following. But don't forget, the enemy is still busy also. He's going to try to have that person, place, or thing to try to wing you back. Try to make you feel guilty. Make you feel like you made a wrong decision. Make you feel like you being selfish. Trying to even threaten you. Trying to even slander you. And make you feel like, ah, I just don't can't take this no more. Let me just go back to being under them and being with them because I'm afraid of the slander. I'm afraid of the being misunderstood. I'm afraid of the things they're going to say about me for people to know things about me that's not even true, but they may perceive it that way because it's being said about me in a way they never heard about me, so they have no choice but to try to consider what those things are being said about me, whether it's true or not, but it's still new information about me in the atmosphere that's floating around. But God said, I already tore those things down. I tore them down before you called on me because I knew you was going to call on me. I knew it was going to be a day. I know the day and the hour that you were going to cry out to me, saying, God. I filled up your heart with hunger because you want what's best for you and you know that your life is not your own. You want what's best for your family. You want what's best for your home. You want what's best for your future. You want what's best for my plan regarding you and your future in your life. You want what's best for you because you know what's best for you is bigger than you and it takes you to get out of you to receive what's best for you that's going to affect your entire family, say of God. It's so amazing. I wake up out the bed so filled up like that. Didn't even brush my teeth, God darn it. Come on. Come on. The more you take God serious, the more God show you how serious he always been. The more you make a decision, the more he's going to show you what happened when you make a godly decision. What comes with that godly decision? What comes with you stop being selfish? What comes with you saying yes, God? What comes with your humility? What comes with it? What's connected to obedience? What's connected to the deliverance? What's connected to it? Blessing upon blessing upon blessing upon blessing upon. Regarding you and your family. Regarding you, your past, present, and future, you're going to always shine. 
Even it looked like it's dull, it's still shining. But during this time of a major transition for your lives, you must come alongside with him much more than you ever did. Because things that we used to do, that we've been delivered from, it takes that out of the schedule. So we used to do those things day to day. But now those people, places, and things been removed. So now we got to allow God to fill them up and replace that void. But we can't replace that void with food. We can't replace that void with TV. We can't replace that void with going this place and that place and this house and that house. We got to come alongside with God and do what we've never done before. Because we cry out to him like we have never cried before. Hallelujah. Somebody could try to threaten you. I'm going to say this. I'm going to do that. You got to have it in your heart. It don't even matter. At one point, it used to matter. At one point, it used to matter. The devil can have somebody's heart to be hearkened and have somebody's heart to be hardened. Regarding you, man, I'm going to leave him alone. So what? I don't need you. So bye. The next thing you know, here you come. Oh, you want to do us like that? Well, forget you. Start cursing at you. Start being loud about it. At one point, you used to be just talking to me. We argued together. Now you want to be up and loud and up close and personal regarding me about it. Knowing that what I do. And people are going to try to use your ministry to cause you to come back to them by threatening you in ministry. Oh, okay, so I know that you love people. I know that you go out there and bless people. I know what you do in ministry. Then you're going to try to tamper with that. Since you want to play with me, I'm going to play with you. You got to have it in your heart. I don't care. You got to let them know I am sold out. Whatever you're going to do, you better hurry up and do it quick. Because my God is for me. Therefore, who could be against me? Go ahead and do it. I'm not scared of you. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. God going to back up every word. God going to back up every word. God going to back up every word due to your confession regarding his word. God going to back up every word. God going to send people in your path to back up every word. But let me let you know this. If you decided to choose God's will and you know that God is telling you to get away from that person, get away from that place, or get away from that thing, don't you dare go back. Don't you dare go back. If God said go move forward, don't look back. You know what happened in that life. You're not going to turn to no salt, but guess what? You're not going to turn to what you were turning to look to to embrace the happen to you, good for you in your life if you look back. Don't you dare look back. There's some things going to be said, don't you look back. Things that try to be done, don't you look back. Don't you go back. Don't you go back. You say, God, I need you. God, I want you. Don't you go back. Trust me, you are not by yourself. Many going to be healed. Many going to be delivered because of your yes. Don't you go back. Because your yes can to other people's yes. Don't you go back. Many are saying no right now. When your yes calls them to say yes, when they see God move in your life, when they see your obedience, when they see that you, what God brought you out of and now God is bringing you into, they're going to say, I want that in my life. I need that in my life. Don't you go back. Don't you go back. Don't you go back. Hallelujah. Don't you go back. 
is a song. Uh, God put a song. I think his name is Darnell Jones. If I'm wrong, excuse me. What is it called? Where I want to be. And I don't know all the words, but I know how the melody go. And God woke me up to that song. It says, somebody, when you love someone, they just don't treat you bad or something. Oh, where I want to be, where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? That song, Jesus. And God has kept playing that song when I'm waking up. You say when you love someone, they just don't treat you bad. I'm not where I want to be, but this is where I want to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When God put a song in your spirit, that means it's okay for him to put it there. Because he's the one who put it there. So something about that song, that God said, yes, it's true. When you love someone, they don't treat you like that. Now, there are times when people can cheat or lie or steal. Friends or no friends. Colleagues or no colleagues. Boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Companion or no companion. A person is still a person. And people know what they don't want to happen to them. But if you love someone, you wouldn't do that to them. Come on, somebody. You wouldn't verbal abuse them. You wouldn't disrespect them. They would have to keep reminding you what to do and how to do regarding them. Sometimes you can be with somebody or in a friendship and it's just so disgusting because they don't have nothing in common with your loyalty. They have nothing in common with your dedication. They have nothing in common with your heart, with your zeal, with your transparency concerning you as a being. So it doesn't even work for me. So I'm trying to make this work and it's frustrating me. I'm trying to make this to work. I don't want nobody to see how I feel inside. It's how I feel inside. It's about to get real. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Some of us have been taking it for decades. Some of us have been married for 30 years. And I'm going to tell you like this. God can show me a picture. And I can see in that picture. It's not. It's not. But guess what? order for me to have that anointing floor in me, I had to tell God regarding my life, it's not. It's not. So when I say it's not, and God say it is not, but I'm going to show you what is so. And when God show me what is so, there goes an anointing that's floor on my life to see what's not regarding everybody else. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Sometimes you got to throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. I'm trying to tell you when it comes to deliverance. God help me to go live. Go up there and tell what's going on. Because it seemed like my story was trying to be told for me. Can't nobody testify my testimony but me. So sit down and testify your testimony. Many want to testify yours, but ashamed to testify theirs. Sit down, please. Sit down, please. You can't even tell yours. How do you want to tell mine? Get out of here. Get out of here. Had to deny, had to deny shame, had to deny guilt, had to deny all those things. I realized when I became free how bound I really was and for a very long time. And I realized why I was drinking. Because it's going to take drinking to get through those persecutions. It's going to take drinking to get through those things that I've been through. I'm trying to tell you. I don't even know what to call it, but I know one thing. I'm free from it. And I thank God for it. And I'm not ashamed of it. It is what it is. Hallelujah. You got to get to a point in place. 
I, you know what? I don't even get it. Go do what you do. You understand me? And some be trying to fight for it too. Trying to fight for what don't even belong to them. Go ahead and keep doing what you do. Because I'm going to keep allowing my God to do what he do. I got to make better decisions. I got to make godly decisions regarding me and my purpose. So guess what? I got to do what I got to do. Because there's nothing more disgusting than a lady next to somebody who you know you can't stand. Do what you do. Do what you do. And you said you got to kiss them? Yeah, right. Touch them? Get out of here. Do what you do. How did I even end up like this? How did this even happen? It wasn't forced upon me. I didn't even see it coming. Not that they have any control over me. It's that I wasn't allowing God to be the controller of my life. And how did that all happen? Because some friends back in the day, some friends back in the day, that's the time I just supposed to get up, but some friends back in the day, come over to the neighborhood, the old block, we ain't seen you in a minute. So I think I'm strong enough. I can handle it. I don't smoke, but I can be around them that smoke. I don't do that. You know, I'm going to be what I be and do what I do. You know, that's how I live. I get over there and start playing the old songs. Uh-oh, I'm starting to be interested again. Okay. I never did like weed, so do go ahead pass. I mean, Jay, you want to pass. Just, you know, just overpass me. But when they start putting out the drinks and happen to be my favorite drinks and stuff and putting out the tequila. Okay, you want some, you want a shot? No, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? You don't get no more, right? Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. You don't, you don't. That's right. My bad, my bad. It's all good. Start seeing old people. Okay. Start seeing the old scenery. Okay. Maybe I could just do one little shot. Just one. See what I'm saying? I consider it. I consider it. That one little shot turned to two shots. Okay. We see them all. You, we don't want, no, don't do it. Because you, 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 you try to do the right thing. We don't want you to, you know, put it on us. No, I decided. No, nah, we don't want you to do that. No, I want you. I see y'all tomorrow. Oh, all right. You know you can still, you know, do your godly thing and, you know, do this on the side. You know what I'm saying? He know your heart. You know he know your heart, right? Yeah, I know. I know. I know he know my heart. I know. <laughs> you know, every time I go there, something bad will happen. I end up marrying the wrong man. You understand? And then when I got the divorce, everybody had something to say. Girl, it was not for a girl. I couldn't wait to see. I couldn't wait. But every time I came around, hey, how you doing? All right, y'all look so cute together. Oh, look at y'all. Oh, wow. So what goes on when I leave? Girl. That don't make no sense. I'm going to pray for her. God, darn. Where the heck she meet him from? You understand? That's not iron shopping and iron. That's not every joint supply. That's being fake. You're not my friend. You don't care about me. Because I'm going to tell you like this. When you see a person whose life is better because they're making better decisions and you trying to throw an opportunity of what they used to do back at them, you don't care at all. And how can you? How can I expect you to care for me? Well, you don't even know who you are. You can't give something you don't have. Every good thing comes from above. How can you love me if you don't even know who love is? So I can expect you to love me in return. 
You understand? I'm going to give a quick testimony that I never was going to give. I went over there another time. And I was drinking wine. It was a while back. I was drinking wine. There was a person there who loves attention. Who likes to get attention from men to make herself feel good. And these are people I thought were my friends. That I knew since I was, what, seven? All of a sudden, I start seeing a change when I say, yes, God, and say no to them. There's a difference. You start seeing who really can, who don't. So what happened? I was complimented so much. You're so cool. You're so down to earth. You're so gorgeous. You can rap. You're a good mother. You have a good job. You know, you you are you vicious. You you know what? You are uh what do they call it? A dime piece. Get out of here. I'm more than that. Stop playing with me. But you know what I'm saying? To them, that's great. And this person got tired of hearing me be complimented. Like, ah, she's just still in the show. I'm not even thinking about no show. I'm people just, you understand? So this person thought it was a good idea. Because when you trust somebody, you get up and walk away from your dream. I walked away from my glass of wine that I only took a couple of sips out of. So, you know, it was halfway, you know, gone. And I went to the bathroom. I'll never forget, I came back, sat down, so I drank a little bit more of my wine. Next thing you know, it's one in the morning, and I'm on the floor in the living room, and I see this woman come and cover me up with a blanket. I look over on the couch, I see the woman that was beside me, who want all the attention, who kept giving me these sad looks, and I see her next to this man. So I say, what the heck happened? I say, I'm going to get up and I got to go home. God said, go home and go home now. I got my ride and I went home immediately. But the way how I felt when I got up, something happened to me. So I say, oh my God, I start coming more and more into, and then the person, you know, who home it was, who put the blanket over me, called me and said to me, I took a picture of you. I want to show you how you were on the floor last night. Wait a second. How did I even get on that floor last night? Now, I used to drink liquor with you. I used to come to y'all and bring gallons of 1800 over here. And we used to get down and dirty with the alcohol. On the rocks or without the rocks or with Chaser. I only had a couple of sips of wine. How the fiery hell... Did I end up on that floor? On your floor? She said, no, you started out on the kitchen floor. You know me for 37 years. You know me for 37 years. And you mean to tell me, this day I collapsed on your kitchen floor and now I've been drunk way more than this over your house. I used to pop Molly over your house. Don't play with me. How did I end up on your floor? You were just sitting there. What time was it? Around 8.30, 7 o'clock. And you just walked away from the table and lied on the kitchen floor. And everybody was looking like, 
You know, no one noticed when you were gone. I'm at the center of the table. I get up and collapse and lie on your kitchen floor. And you say that no one noticed. There was seven people right there at the same table. Don't you dare play with me. What the freak happened? I don't know. I kept checking up on you. I kept checking up on you to make sure you was fine. You kept checking up on me because you knew something happened and you were scared. What happened to me? If you dare think you're going to show me a picture and I see myself in that condition, you better believe your home house about to get shut down. Don't freaking play with me. Because all it takes for me is to go to the emergency room and find out what's in my system and I'm going to shut your whole house. Your whole life going to be ruined. Don't play with me. What's going on? Well, I'm going to delete the picture. I think that's the best thing you said this morning. How dare you even take a picture? If you cared, why did you thought to even think to even take one? You thought it was funny? You thought it was cute? We tried to lift you up, but it was like dead weight. I know myself. I'm the most lightest sleeper on this planet. I'm up while I am asleep. There is no way. Say, I had two guys that come and try to pick you up. If anybody put their hands on me, I would have definitely woke up. In fact, I wouldn't even fell asleep on your kitchen floor that you don't even muck for months. Don't play with me. I would have been called a ride. The first thing I would have done is called a ride home. It's like I just shut down. Sitting there went from talking to collapsing on the floor. What the freak happened to me? Your daughter put something in my drink. So I look at the table. The glass is filled to the realm. Wait a second. See? Not even knowing that you're messing with a woman who's... <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, you have a private eye. I'm trying to tell you. I don't have to get no degree for criminal justice. I'm already created with those discoveries on the inside of me. So it might, my uh, gifting started to work, start to activate. And there you go. I don't transform in, on the phone. I don't transform. I went back to that house. I even gave you $160 to help you with your vehicle. To take you and your family where you need to go. I'm coming to get my money. You said coming back and get it the next day. I'm coming. All these excuses, I ain't got time for that. Now, you know me, I would have been saying it's all good. I don't even want it back. No, nah, I want my, get my money back. You said you owe it to me? Good. You owe me. Get my money back. I'm on my way right now. Got there so fast. I look on the table, the cup's still there. But it's your cup right here. Here it go. Here it go the gifting. The cup is full. Yeah. But before I passed out, it was half. So who filled it up? So the person thought for me to think that I never took a sip and I passed out like I had too much. But the thing is, that's how they make a fool of us. If I had too much, don't you think the cup would have been empty and not full? That wasn't a smart move. They didn't know I was going to remember that that cup was halfway, but you filled it up all the way. But you want me to think that I drunk too much and I passed out. But if I drunk too much, my cup would have been empty, right? Not full, right? Maybe I didn't have much and it's still full. I didn't drink that, right? Yeah, you right. I don't care what kind of games y'all playing. I know this. I'm not ever coming back to your house again. Don't you ever call my phone again.
I'm just going to say I love you and you will never hear from me again. You better get out of my face. You better get out of my face. I'm in this person's house saying you better get out of my face. And I meant it. Because all I have done, pouring out my heart, helping you, being there for you, and that's what you do. I came over here to see you and say hello to you. Spend time with you and that's what you do. That's what you have that person in your house to do. So now I get it. When I used to come over here back in the day, I used to wonder why you always upstairs knocked out. So this person could take over your house. Now I get it. That's why you were so concerned about me. That's why you put this person out of your house because you know they be doing things like that. And you know they did it to me, but you tried to cover it up. So that's like saying, even though they were wrong, you still going to cover them up in their wrongdoings regarding even someone receiving justice. What if I didn't wake up? You would have covered it up, wouldn't you? See what I'm saying? And that person did the same thing to you over and over again. Now I get it why you never woke up. Every time I came over here, where you at? Where she at? She sleep. Again? Putting pills in people's drinks, that's what you do. That's what you do. Wanted to shut me up from having a good time because she wanted to be center of attention. So your idea was to put a pill in my drink to knock me out. To shut me up. When we do things that God want us to stop doing and when we go places around people that God don't want in our lives, when we try to build what God wants to keep tearing down, he's going to speak louder if you're not listening. He's going to show you their true cause. It's going to get worse and worse until you let it go. Let that person go. It's going to get worse because he's trying to get your attention. You called for me. You want my way. You keep going backwards. It's not going to do nothing but get worse. Going backwards. It can only get better going forward. Those are not friends. It don't matter how many you were surrounded by your entire life. Those are not friends. I separated you for a time as this. Those are not friends. That's not love. I never felt so disgusted in my life. Never in my life felt so disgusted because I had on a dress. And I have no idea. Now, I know no one touched me, but I'm darn sure that someone was looking. If you're lifting me up to put me somewhere to lie down. And that's not okay with me. That's not okay with me. So I kept getting phone calls. You all right? You know, uh, you had too much to drink and I blocked them. All of them. And now God said to me that next day, tell them what you know so they can stop saying in your face, playing with your intelligence that you had too much to drink. Tell them what you know what they did. 
You understand. The devil sent people my way that have in their heart that they're going to live the way that they're going to live and no one going to change it. And God said, those type of people are not your friends. Even regarding high school, why do you think I took those people away from you? They're not your friends. And there are times where God would bring people back in your life. But these are people that I thought were friends that God took away. These are not friends. Even in different situations, these are not friends. They're not friends. Anytime somebody only call you when they want something, that's not a friend. Every time you want to do something good, do something of me, and they try to tell you to do other things or do what you used to do to please them, those are not friends. Even in relationships that we have as people, when you don't feel valued and appreciated, that's not a lover. Giving up your body, you know you don't want to because you're not even attracted anymore because you're dishonored. You feel that you're this, or you don't feel any worth with this person. And many of us, and many people just come to me and cry out for any kind of thing. Prayer for healing, we all cry out for different things. This man came to me. God says, okay. He just came out of nowhere. And he said, I've been married for, you know, over 30 years. And it's only been like 10 good ones. So you got 20 bad ones you're trying to say to me? You have any children? No, I ain't want to have any. Not by this person. I didn't know this person was like that. It was pretty much eye candy. I met her in church and I used to like how she wear her lipstick, how she wear her clothes and pin her hair up. And I liked it. But when I got married and I lived with her, that's all she did was think about how she looked. She didn't cook for me. She didn't want to, you know, be intimate with me. Didn't tell me how she feel about me. All she talked about was herself to me. I realized I made a mistake, but I, I was told that marriage is, you know, forever. And I don't want to admit I made a mistake up in my age. You know, I'm in my mid-50s. I don't want to just up and just say, oh, I was wrong for 20-something years. You know, we got everything connected. We got mortgage together. We got businesses. We got stocks and bonds connected. I'm not willing to risk losing everything just to say I want a divorce. She didn't give me a reason. She don't cheat. She don't do anything. So how can I win this, this uh, battle at court? You can't just say you don't want to be with nobody. You know, if you don't want to be with them and you're married to them for so long, the judge going to say, how come all of a sudden? They're not going to look at it. I made a decision based upon your lipstick in your hair. You made that covenant at that altar to get married to that person. And this person felt like they stuck. I said, I'm going to tell you something. You are never stuck. I said, I'm going to tell you like this. This is what God is saying to say to you. She feel the same way you do. But she afraid to say something first. 
It's about who's saying what first. Both of you feel the same way and you know you do. You done got another bedroom added just so it could be your bedroom. Don't even be in that room. Haven't touched her in almost five years. You're out there flirting with people. You know, starting things you can't finish with women who don't even know you're married. You flirt with them because you want that attention. You kiss them and all that, but you would not be intimate with them because you know that's not godly. But what you're doing right now is still not godly. You got innocent women thinking they can have you. And it can't go anywhere because then when they fall for you, then you tell them that you have a wife. That's not fair. Your wife feel the same way you do. It takes one of you to be bold enough to say, you know what, let's talk. Neither one of you are saying that because you're worried about your assets. Hmm. So you're allowing that to speak for your future. So you're pretty much going in your assignment here unhappy. Because you made up in your mind you're not going to get out of it. Until the person says something first. Now, both of you think in the same way. He got to say something first. No, she got to say something first. How about you both come together and say it at the same time? Because sometimes you don't even care about assets. You don't care about money. It's, care about, it's all about freedom. I need my freedom. I need a peace of mind. I need my self-dignity. You were the person who always want their way. Or, and you always, like, you got to jump to their call. But they they act like they love you. They there. Like you, they want you to feel like you can't live without them. Yeah, right. You know what goes on in that bedroom. I'm trying to tell you. Only you and that person know what goes on in that bedroom. So I daggone sure knew what went on in mine. And it wasn't daggone nothing that I ever wanted. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I don't care what nobody got to say or think. I'm down out of it. I don't have nothing bad to say about anybody. I'm just glad I'm out of it. It's such a joy that come upon you when you say, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. So that was God's way of saying to me, don't go back to that house no more. Those are not your friends. Now they don't know what to do. She know I did this. She called me out on it. I didn't expect her to, I didn't expect her to get up that fast. I knocked her out. I put I crushed out three pills. I expect her to be, be out for the whole night. She only was out for three hours. That's not what normally happened. And then she woke up remembering how much she had in her cup. She woke up and went straight home. How could she even stand and touch a kid like that? I put three pills. I touched her. She's talking to a woman who has a prophetic anointing. So God showed me what happened. When a prophetic anointing comes with discernment and insight, intuition, on a higher level than usual. So God made me to see what actually taking place. And I mean, I said, God, what, what was given to me? Sedatives, sleeping sedatives, sleeping pills. Yeah. How many? Three. That's more than it's supposed to be given. Yeah. That's why you fell out like that. I had on a dress, God. You know how I feel about, you know, my body being exposed. You were fine. They tried to pick you up, you know, the best way they could. It was like carrying dead weight because you passed out. And those guys were wondering, what in the world? Nene never did this before. And they tried their best to help me, not even knowing she put something in my drink to shut me up. 
They was like, well, let's just help her get on the floor then. But I would never have anyone to put their hands on me to even help me get nowhere because it wouldn't even have been like that. I don't play that. I'm just starting not to wear a sweatsuit at the pool. <laughs> you understand? I used to wear two outfits at once, a dress and pants. They'd be like, Q, you got two outfits, man. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Seriously. And I never felt so violated. Hallelujah. And the guys were like, I know what happened. I got a feeling I know she did something. Because she do cruddy stuff like that. But I didn't know she would do it to her though. We was there when she did it to her own mother. All that God was telling me once I got home. And they wanted to check up on me. You good. They was like, we don't want to talk about it. Let's leave it there. We don't, I know how you feel about it because that's something that you would have never done. You know, when you, something happened that, no, that normally don't happen, people don't want to bring it up. It's just like, you know, let's move from this. Let's just pretend it didn't happen. And that's how the guys were because they real cool like that. But the ones who I grew up with, supposed to be friends, friends, my girls, supposed to be my friends. For real? That's how you feel? Okay. Oh, all right. Oh, I. Right. He keep trying to call on different numbers. God say that's the that's them. Don't answer. Block. Trying to justify. No, it wasn't. We ain't put nothing in. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. When you walk like God, you gotta do what God asks you to do, because God didn't call you to no prison ministry. So you can't think about what's happening. You got to think about where you're going. Because many of us walk with God and then our attitudes due to somebody saying something. There we go. We done lost it. Lost our way of speaking. Everything done walked off. You don't, matter of fact, you don't walk away from every form of fruit of the spirit. And that's not how we're supposed to be, guys. You mess with my kids? Oh, nah. See, can't do that. We're Christ-like. Where's that behavior? You got to seek God in everything. God, what do I do concerning this thing? What do I do? I say, God, what do I do concerning this thing? Let them know what you know and don't respond back again. So now they know that I know and they know why I won't respond back again. We don't tell nobody what you think you're saying that you think happened that did Look, I'm out. If you know like I know, you better be glad that I am out. You better be glad that I am out. And sometimes when people do things to us, we try to do things back in return. Especially we know things that they're doing that they're not supposed to do. Try to get them for those things. Nah, I'm not cruddy like that. I don't do evil, evil, tick for tack. I'm out. Just leave me alone, yo. Just leave me alone. Hallelujah. Seriously, that's how God will have. He would call you away for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So whatever it is, whoever, however, 
You got to have in your mind, I don't even care. I just want what God wants for me. I want everything that God wants for me. I'm willing to take that risk to let all the things I thought was go because of it. I don't care. You could be side threatened or all kind be treated differently, unfair. It don't matter. God, I'm going to keep my eyes on you. Because the devil going to try all he can to win you back. But once you have your mind made up, you know you ain't going back. He got to flee because you keep resisting him. You know what I mean? He ain't going to try some other type of thing in some other area of your life. But we already know we always win. So don't focus on the problem because the devil is a problem. But we are the answer. We are overcomers. We the solution. Because we're curious of God's, pro I mean, of God's promises, which is the answer to every problem. I never was going to share that testimony, but God had me to give it. Because I watched different movies that, that happen to people all the time. But I never thought that could ever happen to me. You understand? And everybody that it happened to said that. I didn't think it could happen to me. But God was saying, don't go over there. God is going to be all right. I ain't going to do nothing. Don't go over there, Quenisha. Father, grant me the favor just to enjoy my one last time then. I keep telling you, Quenisha, those are not friends. Father, we grew up together. Not friends, Quenisha. People change. That's not your friends that you had when you were young. Y'all not kids anymore. People grew up and got set in their ways. Not your friend, Quenisha. You've never been pressed for friendship. So why are you so pressed to go back? To do what? What's so good to do what y'all used to do? That was not fun at all to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God had me to think about when I think about D.C. and different parts of D.C., me growing up, my upbringing, some things I just say, I, I, mean, I used to love that. What do you used to love? The drinking and smoking? What, the, the go-go's, the house parties? That fights broke out? Y'all got kicked out? What, the shootouts around this neighborhood? Sneaking out the house at night with your sister? I mean, what, what is it? What do you miss? What do you miss? Tell me. But going to school, the learning, the spelling bees, winning the science fairs, being a math champion, what is it? That? Because that's what I missed. That's what I love. I miss that, Quenisha. I don't know a Quenisha that wants to be who she not. I only know Quenisha as to who she is. That's who I really want to see. That's who I miss talking to. I've been with you for four years while you was in that wrong marriage. I never left you. I heard every time you cried out for me. I saw every time you felt disgusted. 
I started telling you, try to make it work, try to pretend everything was okay. Didn't want nobody to know what was going on. I was there when you quote unquote eloped. After you knew the person for six weeks. Hmm. Didn't even know the person's middle name. I watched you at the park thinking that you're talking to me when it was Satan present. I was there. And I'm also here to watch you continue to reap a magnificent harvest due to your yes to me. I'm also witnessing how you have matured greatly, became a much better mother, and becoming better day by day. I'm watching you in ministry. I'm watching you be so sold out for my kingdom. I'm watching you become better, develop more, connecting to right people, going to right places, doing right things, and not things that's not of me. I'm watching your consistency. I'm seeing who I created. I knew this day will arrive. I see your shining. I see your blessings. I see the wonders that I have lined up. That's going to knock your socks off. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. I see what I'm bringing into your life. I see who I'm bringing into your life. I see your future. And I release some of your future unto you in a vision and dream. And your future is bright. You have a powerful legacy. I've shown you your legacy. And that's just a small token of what you leave behind. That you already going to still be here to watch. <laughs> Enjoy the new lifestyle. That I always had positioned before you. There's nothing more glorifying than for you to reach out and grab it because you are open and available to it. Enjoy your new life. Hallelujah. The old life, I'm tired to tell you, it sucks. God's everything of doing is so glorifying, so good. And guess what? Those people that God say wasn't my friends are watching, are watching. We never seen her go this far before. Uh-oh. Oh, look how God blessing her. Okay. Oh, powerful. All right. And when God say people are not your friends, he mean they're just not for you in that state. Because they don't even know who they are to even help you become better. Because they don't even know how to be better. Because they have made decisions to become better. So how can they give you what they don't have? Those are not friends. You understand? You understand? God says some people change. And there's nothing that's more rewarding than just saying, you know what, God, I... It don't even matter. I'm willing to risk whatever for you. And then blessings start coming from everywhere, every angle. People I didn't even know was blessing. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, your name is being mentioned a lot in my own community. Really? Oh, okay. Oh, thanks for that. Thank you. And guess what? Now it's on. It's upon my son' life. Because none is flowing, what's flowing on my life is on his life. 
I get calls from the teachers in the midst of teaching another class. Here's just left. Uh, Miss Hood, please, you have to sit here and listen to this. You have one incredible child. I mean, I had to stop in the midst of my teacher and get up here and call you. This child tries his best. He may not get every answer right, but he sure put his effort in it. My mom said, do my best. I'm here to do that. I love my mom. I love my mom. My mom knows what's best for me. Because when she's teaching me, I can feel, you know, the glory of God upon me. The principal called and said, this school is so glad to have your son here. Thank you for choosing this high school for your son to be here. And he placed someone under the same spiritual covering to work at my son's school. And she approached me. Hey, what's up, sister? What's up? You know, I'm with your son. I work there at the Sunday school. Oh, I, oh, I keep my eye on David. I, I got him. I, oh, thank you. Somebody called me. Uh, hey, Quenisha. Hey. Uh, you know, they got they, they talk to me like we 007. Like we got walkie-talkies. Hey. Copy that. <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> hey, Q. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> I see your son. Your son, he's standing there, you know, uh. Like he waiting for somebody. I said, oh, yeah, he waiting for his father. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stay here too. You know, if his father come, make sure he's good. All right, roger that. I'm going to tell you, favorite everywhere. Everywhere. God, he has this song in my um spirit. What is it? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh, God. Songs like that, like um Chestnuts, Roast on the Open Fire, all that. Oh, God. Songs like that, it does something to my heart, my spirit. It's like this Christmas, I feel like I just want to just do some great things with my son. I want to make the cookies. I want to us decorate the tree with the music playing. And, you know, all of that, you know, the apple cider and all of that, you know, the music. And, you know, looking at the movies, the cartoons, the classics, not with Santa, but, you know, Christmas things, the Nativia story and all kinds of things, the old classic, you know, the Christmas story, all of those movies and, you know, and go ice skating and just, oh God, the song Silver Bells, oh God, all in my mouth, like la la la, la la la, oh God, Jesus, I'm so such birds chirping and everything, just la la la. I'm trying to tell you, I'm so real with this. I ain't playing around with this lifestyle. I'm trying to tell you. For real, though, they showed the right one happily ever after. I'm trying to tell you. For real, though, once upon a time, happily ever after. I'm trying to tell you. I'm so excited to start doing those things now. I feel like playing me some Christmas music now, today. Just la, la, la. Let me go cook to some Christmas music. I'm there. Oh man, <laughs> I don't cook the bird thing up in this piece. But I just thank God so much. The point I'm making is, it feels so good to say yes, God. And it's regarding a job. It may feel like that job, and the people on that job is just like, come on, Father, with this. Come on, and this is like people getting promoted that's not even doing what they're supposed to do. People using COVID as an excuse as to not show up or not do their best or, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, did, you know, make, trying to use COVID to their advantage. 
And it's like, you know, you just, it affects you on the job because you connected to that job performance. But and then some people could come with a nasty attitude or some could put all the workload on you and all these things. You could be waiting for a promotion you never even got, not even no form of no type of appraisal or anything. So it's just like, just keep standing fast. Continue to do your best. God will see you when you do your best. But when you start doing what others do, like when you have the attitude, okay, well, they don't care. I don't care. Even I'm going to start doing what they're doing. They don't go. I ain't going to work. Now, you're going to frustrate the grace upon your life. You got to continue to be consistent in your honoring what God has put you in and the place that God has placed you in. You understand? Seriously. Seriously. It feels so good to just be in, you know, walk in truth. To be alongside with truth. Keep doing that good deed. Keep being kind-hearted. Keep being nice. Don't let no one change your personality. Don't let no one change your characteristics. That's like God. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. I feel like going somewhere today. I don't know. I just feel like doing something. I don't care. I'm talking about taking a trip. Just, just drive me to New York and back. Come on now. You see, I say drive me, nigga. Nah, I ain't driving. You know, drive me to New York and back. You know, I make us some, you know, some food or something. Take me on the road. You understand? Just let's do something. <laughs> I just want to do something. <laughs> Hallelujah. Something I never really done that I always wanted to do. Now that I'm clear at it, I'm alert. Wisdom is clearly seen in my life. I want to do something now. I'm not on a roll intoxicated anymore. I'm not on a roll angry or frustrated or trying to figure out what's going on with my life anymore. Now I know exactly what path I'm on. I'm ready to go somewhere now. Now I know who I am. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I ain't got to be embarrassed on my arm anymore. No, you can't come me this time. You're embarrassing. You argue too much. Can't, you don't have to go through all that anymore. Sometimes you get somebody just want to say, shut up. <laughs> shut and you put, you know, fiery hell is shut the hell up. Argue too much. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Especially a person who want to get the last word. Go ahead and have it. If it calls you to shut up. Shut up. Do you want somebody to kiss you? Get out of here. Hallelujah. I'm not an argumentative person. So if you want you're gonna argue by yourself. I don't care if it's a friendship, whatever. I'm not that. A family, it don't matter. I don't argue. You can ask my mother that. I never do. No. Keep on having the last word. I'm never saying if somebody don't get along with you, they just, you know, they must don't got it right up in their head because you're just the most easiest going person to get along with. So fun to be around. I, I, I consider you my friend. You my friend. I'm not your friend, mother. I'm your daughter. No, you my friend. You my friend. <laughs> I'm not your friend, mother. You know I'm your mother, but you're such a great person. You're my friend. <laughs> you can't make me be your friend. I go out with somebody, keep calling my phone. No, you're not my friend. You my friend. Look, you my friend. Not your friend. <laughs> I'm your daughter. You understand? She done called twice since I've been on here. My God. Seriously. Because she sees something in me that she, you know, she loves. She likes to be around. But she knows I like my space. And she respects that. I thank you for that. Because when I get married, you're not going to be blowing my phone up. 
<laughs> That's dead. Better get used to that now, mother. <laughs> oh, my, my time for now. Greatest he's in us than he's in the world. <laughs>